This is Monday Morning Meditations, number 146 of the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. The road to self-mastery is paved by acknowledging and overcoming emotional reactivity. Good morning, Rising Man family. Jetty Azuma here checking back in behind the mic. We got another Monday morning meditation for you. Before we do, I want to remind you guys that before you go into this episode, just hit pause, pull up in your browser, go over to risingman.org and see where you could challenge yourself to grow today. Which program, which opportunity, which course, which experience do we have that is going to challenge you to be on the edge of your comfort and to challenge you to grow up, level up, take it to another level this year. Go to risingman.org we got something for everybody there. So go check it out today and then come back and listen to the rest of this episode. All right, without further ado, today's Monday morning meditation is how leaders navigate emotional triggers. So I see a lot of guys get stuck in the same place. We hear the message around taking ownership for our emotions and getting grounded back to being solution-minded, but no matter how hard we try, when conflict arises and something comes up between us and someone else, we get thrown onto the emotional roller coaster. We jump on, we punch our ticket, and we get on the emotional roller coaster along with that person or in front of that person, which completely obliterates trust and safety for ourselves and for the people involved. It's not the mark of a leader. But this is not easy stuff to do. So I wanted to talk more specifically about that source of emotion, where emotion arises in us when adversity presents itself or when somebody tells us we're not good at something and we internalize it and produce an emotion from it. The gap between that and taking responsibility and moving forward. I realized that you can actually visualize this, right? Put yourself in a situation. Imagine the last time that you were doing something Usually it's a job or in a relationship with somebody that you love. You did something that had a negative response. Somebody wasn't happy with the way that you did that thing. Now, just remember what it felt like where you did your best. You did everything that you possibly could to produce what you thought would be a good outcome. And some other human being had a different assessment of it that in this case is undesirable. doesn't feel good. Someone tells you you did shitty work. Or how come you didn't put in more effort? Or this doesn't look very good at all. I don't like this. doesn't taste good. Whatever it was, whatever that example was. And just notice the moment where you jumped onto the emotional roller coaster. Notice the moment where that produced an emotion in you. Maybe it made you feel angry. Maybe it made you feel frustrated or sad, upset. Made you feel like running out of the room and crying. Or made you feel like flipping the table over and saying, hey, screw you, buddy. Go back to that moment in your mind and ask yourself this question. What was it that produced that emotion? What was it specifically? What was the belief? What did I make it mean that that person didn't like my food or that that person didn't like the way that I read that poem or didn't like the way that I did that task at work? What did I make it mean? Because this is where all of the suffering lies. This is where the emotional roller coaster and the emotional theme park makes a living is the way, the interpretation and the meaning that we put on things and that we subscribe to them. Now, believe me, I'm just like any of you guys, so I get thrown into my emotions all the time. But it's important to recognize that this is a conscious choice that we can make. I don't have to take on that person's assessment and make it mean something about me that I'm inadequate, 
that I'm not good enough, that I'll never be enough, that I can't do anything, et cetera, et cetera. The whole litany of meanings that we attach to them. So go back to that example. Go back to that time where somebody didn't like the dinner that you cooked or they didn't like the way that you cut your hair or the clothes that you're wearing or something that you took personally. Think about how that felt. What did you make that mean? One person didn't like the taste of your food. Does that mean that you suck as a cook? One person didn't appreciate the time and energy and the combination of flavors that you put in that food. You made that mean that all of a sudden you are useless in the kitchen? 99 times out of 100, that's what we do, is we go off the deep end. We make that one assessment mean everything. I've had this happen to me recently where one person's assessment of me, my work, the things that I care about, the way that I show up, completely obliterates all the other assessments that are out there that support the way I see myself and the way that I want to show up. So that gap between the emotion and the source of it and where it's coming from and getting to taking responsibility for our experience, go back to that same scenario. We'll stick with the kitchen one, cooking something for somebody. I don't like your food. I don't like that combination of flavors. Hmm. Well, thank you for your feedback. I hear that. Is there anything I can do to make a more pleasant experience for you? Without making that person's opinion of your food mean something. Okay, thanks for letting me know that you didn't appreciate that. Is there something else that I can prepare for you? Because I still would like to provide a meal. Is there a modification I can make to that? Can I add something to it that would be more pleasant, more desirable? Or, hey, that's what I've got for tonight. So if you don't like it, then here's the kitchen. You're more than welcome to prepare something for yourself. But without attaching emotion to it or spite or something that tries to interfere with the solution. Taking responsibility, moving forward, and moving towards solution is a way of eliminating the emotional response. Because that emotional response is just going to produce greater conflict and greater dis-ease in ourselves and with the people that we're surrounding ourselves with. So feedback is essential, especially if you're a leader, especially if you're providing a service or providing value to people. You have to be able to take feedback in and then say, okay, well, thank you for reflecting that to me. What can we do moving forward? What can I do moving forward? What else can be done to change that outcome? Thank you for your assessment. I appreciate you taking the time to give me that feedback. Here's what I'd like to do moving forward. Or can you help me identify something that would be more effective? Emotion gone. Now, it's not to say that we can't acknowledge or identify our emotions, but this is an essential tool to be able to move past it. I'm not trying to encourage you guys to be completely emotionally devoid and emotional robots. That would be setting us back a couple more generations, right? That's what we're growing out of. But the thing that we can take from these older generations is not letting our emotions lead our lives. Because when we're reactive, when we let our emotional space dictate our decisions, then we're not being trustworthy. We're not creating safety. We're not creating security for ourselves and the people around us. And that's the ultimate goal. That's the ultimate mission is to be a leader by being grounded, having our feet cemented in the foundation that we can handle any type of adversity, especially when it's directed and targeted at us. I can receive an arrow, but deflect it and not let it affect my ability to look at the solution that will resolve the situation. I can let all those assessments and negativity, all the haters just bounce off of me so that I can look at it and say, you know what? There is something here. Let me try doing this differently. Just moving past that emotion. Sometimes the emotion is going to throw you for a loop and then you get to do a loop-de-loop on the emotional roller coaster. But when you come back, ask yourself, did I need to jump on that roller coaster? Did I need to go to that space right now? 
Did that get in the way of me coming up with a solution here? It's an important question to ask yourself. So if you're prone to jumping on the emotional roller coaster and jumping on the emotional bandwagon, or you know somebody who is, make sure you watch this video and you share this with somebody else who's prone to going into that reactive emotional space, because bringing awareness to it is half the battle. And if you like what we're dropping here on the Rising Man channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button on your way out and we'll see you next week. For all things Rising Man, make sure you go to risingman.org, get yourself signed up for our fire circles, for our next compass initiation, for our Ignite program, whatever it is that's going to help you level up to that next level this year. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to us and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Rising Man Movement. Leave us a rating and a review on iTunes so that we can keep getting that podcast up the charts. We appreciate you guys doing that. If you haven't done it in a while, please go back and do that again. We love the support and really appreciate you guys chiming in. Without my power team, where would I be? You guys know I talk about them each and every week, but I really mean it. These guys are essential to making the Rising Man machine keep moving. So Mark, Julian, Rowan, Sean, Ryan, and Kyle, thank you guys for continuing to show up powerfully for this movement, for this community. Without you guys, it wouldn't happen. And everybody else out there, you guys listening, tuning in, spreading the word, sharing these episodes with the men in your community, it really means a lot. It goes a long way, and I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for doing that. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Destiny.